ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Hey everybody! Welcome to what in the world? What in the world are we hey. doing here? Come on, guys, you get it. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Quincy Johnson, the second here. Hey, Justin Zaharyev. That's nobody, who he whoa, is. Whoa, nobody introduced you yet. How you just? He just really jumped the gun. Whoa, on I'm that not going to introduce anyone. That's I, the guest's job to introduce themselves. He, oh. ga- he gave me a look, so I just took the shot. Yeah. Oh wow! Without consent. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm just a, introducing without consent over here. I'm a oh, band wow. leader over here. <laughs> That's all. You either wait for the eye or I you're tap be- my you're, foot. You're just Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just giving all kinds of signals. Like I didn't even know you had tapped your foot to signal him because I was looking. I was looking at your eye line. Right. So, like, yeah, I get it. Listen, last time you were gone, me and Adam had a talk. Okay. We did. You're right. And, uh... I'm happy 9-11's uh, alive and well. We're gonna have a talk with you after. But oh. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna murder Quincy. You know while you're on the road, uh... No, sit in the, come back, you know? Sit in the passenger seat. It's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> the Lord both, will take the wheel. Both kiss Quincy on the forehead before we walk out. <laughs> Real gang shit. Yeah, I turned the 9-11 light on, Yeah, which is fitting because yeah. we're talking about Saudi Arabia today. 9-11's number one fan. Yeah, no, number one fan. Yeah. Number one fucking perpetrator. Oh. Hey, controversial. I know, that's short for controversial. Saves me time when I talk. I like it. Right? I like it. I'm learning more and more every day. Yeah. I got a whole fucking catalog of abbreviations. Okay. I do like an abbreviation. Nice. So, yeah, we're talking we're not just talking about Saudi Arabia because we've been talking about Saudi Arabia so much lately. And I mean, they're my high. god. I mean, isn't it good to isn't doesn't it feel good that Saudi Arabia is back in the news just as much as it was in the 90s? Like they're making it they're making their Britney Spears comeback right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There used to be there was a good what? Year and a half all we talked about was Russia. I know. We we went back to that old bitch. No, Saudi Arabia was like, I'm still here. I just I went and got some lipo, check me out. Saudi Arabia's looking good right now. Yeah, they're really active on the world stage these days. I mean, you thought Russia assassinated I don't wanna <laughs> say well, I don't wanna say well, but like with swagger, let's call it. Yeah. Like Saudi yeah. Arabia just fucking did it and was like No, that that that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Act as you will, that guy's dead. Yeah, they 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 really carried out that assassination in man just really they, in public but, fashion. But again, they had to reassert their dominance because Saudi Arabia had look. They had what? What's his, the, the prince? He was out on. He was on Time Magazine. He's touring the world. He's got an entourage. He's got the big plane. But somehow, some way, Vladimir Putin was still getting all the attention. Yeah. Yeah, Vladimir. And what was Vladimir doing? Vladimir had guys. Uh, nerve. He's nerve gassing people. He's doing it all behind closed doors. Yeah, he's. It's all speculation. There's. Every, he seems to be qu- kind of quiet lately. Well, of course he is because there was too much attention on Moscow all yeah. of a sudden. All of his agents were getting found out. Maria Butina, the other chick who infl- infiltrated the NRA. Yeah, a lot of their shit was being found out because the FBI was turning uh, was showing their hand and going, "Hey, we do have you under surveillance." Like, yeah. Don't just think this shit is going unnoticed. Right. Yeah, that's true. And he's got this election to deal with. Well, uh, you know, depending on who wins, the Russians will be involved, according to our president. 
Yeah, so, someone's going to say Russia was involved. Of course. That's for goddamn or sure. Or the Chinese, you know, many, many, there's many sides. There's many yeah. sides to this collusion. Bad people on all sides. Uh, but we're, so yeah, the the death of Jamal Khashoggi, uh, or Khashoggi, mm-hmm. if you're uh, me, me three weeks ago, the first time I heard this story, or CNN still to this day. That's how they pronounced it. That's how they're going to pronounce it. Wolf Blitzer's not letting that shit go. <laughs> he will interview people who pronounce it correctly. And, and he goes right so. back to Jamal Khashoggi. <laughs> Have some respect, Wolf. Uh, uh, Mr. Khashoggi, can we check back in with Mr. Khashoggi's, uh, uh, what was it, co-worker at the Washington Post? Yeah, tell us about Mr. Khashoggi. What type of man was he? Have some respect, Wallaf. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe he feels like a douche the way, like, you ever meet someone that pronounces foreign names, like extra foreign, like the way oh, they're yeah. supposed to be? Yeah. Like, I just took a trip to Mexico with my friend yeah. Martin. I've been watching Superstore and there's a joke in one of the episodes about a white dude who pronounces Cuba as Cuba. <laughs> and it's like don't you don't have to do that. So yeah, it could be. Maybe he just doesn't want to seem like an elitist by pronouncing the name correctly. He's for the people. He is. He really is. Uh so but the the controversy around that is what leads us to today's topic, which is American entertainers performing for brutal dictatorships and otherwise but when you unsavory say regimes. Brutal dictatorship. Isn't the artist's job to take their art to the people? So even that is, is a, actually a valid argument. You know, so like it's like, yeah, sure, I'm getting a couple of million dollars from a man who's making his people suffer. But those suffering people Get 45 minutes of joy with this choreographed show I'm bringing to the stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's There's true. A light show. You're going to see women's legs probably for the first time. You're welcome. Like all kinds of stuff. Oh, but, they tend to cover the legs usually, don't are they? Are they performing for the people though? Or like. No, they perform for the people because they're performing those giant, the giant stadiums. Like what we're about to talk about, it, the giant stadiums yeah, that are built it varies, in these countries. It varies depending because we're going to go through a bunch of examples. And in some cases they do, but in some cases they're just performing for like. A, a crown prince's family at a hotel in Italy. I mean, that's still shout a good, out Nelly I Furtado. I mean, that's still a good bringer uh-huh. show. That's like three hundred people when they get yeah. the family, the confidants, all you know, all the people who you want to give them a show so they'll kiss your ass in politics later. Like you get, that's a good bringer show. Yeah, and that's shout out to flappers. Like, <laughs> and and a performer deserves more money in that situation because performing for fewer people, like people, like as comics, people are always like, oh. How do you handle a big crowd? I fucking love a big crowd. Yeah. It's like when there's four people in the audience when it gets awkward. And if you're used to performing in front of arenas and you just have 300 Saudi royal family members who aren't that familiar with their music, mm-hmm. that shit doesn't go over well. It's going to wreck you your can, fucking ego. And you can see all of Like you've been doing arenas for so long. It's only just you and the bright lights and you just hear the roar of the crowd. But all of a sudden, you're in a room with 300 people. The lighting's a little bad, and you can see all of their expressions right. while you perform. And oh. they might stone you to death if they accidentally see your neck. <laughs> no, they're, they're not stoning Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, uh, how crazy would you, it be? You say no, they're not but stoning Nelly Beyonce. Furtado. Wait, wait. You're saying they're not stoning Beyonce, but we also said to ourselves, they're not just going to kill a journalist that they have a problem with because he said some things bad about him. Like, yeah, yeah, but beyond like. Imagine if Beyonce went there and she was stoned. That would be, I honestly believe war would get started. Yeah, I could see that. You think we would start war? I mean, I get that the Bayhive would start war, but do you If Saudi Arabia assassinated Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be a, that would be an international incident. I know I'm volunteering. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to sign up? 
I'll sign up. Yeah, I would fight Saudi Arabia over that. But it's all like they're not going to let a woman perform their solo. I think they did recently finally let a woman do a concert in Saudi Arabia. But up to this point, as far as Americans performing concerts in Saudi Arabia, it's been Nelly and Toby Keith. And in both cases, they were told they could not talk about drugs or politics. So I don't know what the fuck either of them actually... Nelly would have had to just freestyle uh, about people well, in the no, audience Nelly, for Nelly, an hour. Nelly could do uh, Air Force Ones. That's a hit. Oh, hell yeah. He could do Country Grammar. He could He could sort of do, do Country tip Grammar. Drill. Tip Drill probably. I mean, I mean, if they made it about oil, Tip Air Drill. Air Force Ones is the jam. You know? I fucking love that song. He, but the, the best thing... Can you do Grills? Yeah, he could so do he can grills. Do gr- well, we're is Paul Wall going to be available, you, though? <laughs> it, honestly, if Paul Wall needs to be available for a private show in Saudi Arabia, he's going to make himself available. He's got to pay for that grill. He's got a back order on grills, though. Is he still alive? Yeah, Paul oh, Wall's yeah. alive. Lost a lot of weight, too. Got oh, clean. was he fat? He got fat, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Good job, Paul Wall. Uh, <laughs> be available. <laughs> but no, like, with the WWE going over to uh, the first topic we're talking about, uh, the recent WWE pay-per-view event in Saudi Arabia. Didn't they also do a women's event in Saudi Arabia? Uh, they did, No, no, they didn't do a women's event in Saudi Arabia. They did recently do the first all-female pay-per-view. Oh, okay. So every uh, every match was just all-female matches. It, was, it wasn't like mixed tag or anything like that. That's cool. Yeah, it was, it was a great show, too. Those ladies really showed out. So, but they have. There have still not been any women wrestling in Saudi Arabia. I do not believe so. Because mm. on this last, no, in the last one, I, let me. Because I they check had their a, lineup. They had another event a while back. WWE Crown Jewel. Maybe they did have women wrestlers. I don't know. Let me check the lineup of Crown Jewel, and then I can tell you. Because I just recently watched it, but I don't remember every match word for word. Oh no, they haven't. So that yeah, that's the thing about performing in Saudi Arabia. It's all men, mm-hmm. and like at, when Toby Keith and Nelly both performed, the the audience was all men. They were men only shows, so women can't even see concerts in Saudi Arabia. I I just honestly love watching most of the uh, WWE WWE events in Saudi Arabia just for the security. I just like watching security. I don't give a damn about the matches anymore because uh. It's a giant, like, soccer-sized stadium. In the center of the field, the royal family is sitting around the ring, and then it's just empty field, and then all of the spectators are in the stands. Yeah, I've so heard just, that. Yeah, cause, because you can't have the people near the royal family, first of all. Get those pieces of garbage away Well, of course. Yeah. And also, they have this rotation. Uh, they move in packs of, like, 20 or 30 at a time for in case there's an assassination attempt. So it's all it's a bunch of men all dressed in the same clothing and there's just in a pack of 20 at a time will rotate out of the seats into <laughs> different areas around the ring so that the real prince the real crown family that's in that mix can't be assassinated. It's the best thing in the world. That does sound fun to watch. Oh yeah. I wish the NFL worked that way. <laughs> just all the big corporations that control the game are stationed around the field and fans miles and miles away. That's what they want. Because I only, I only watch football on TV anyway. Football well, no, that's, ass that's, to watch in person. They're they're constantly trying to figure out a way to make the at home experience more enjoyable, and also a way that they can get athletes to play there at their best without huge crowds. Yeah, because they want to be able to broadcast it without having to worry about 
people come into the they don't they don't want you at the game. They say they say they do. Right. But now people are killing each other at games. People are getting Oof. too drunk. There's been there's fights, altercations. They want you to tune in. They want your advertising dollars. But they don't give a fuck if you show up to the stadium. Who's they? The owners. Owners of the The Illuminati. The well, the owners of the NFL and which are the guys who control the entire league. But I'm yeah. guessing people that own or stand to make money from the venues like the stadiums. No, they, they don't push. make they they make money from the broadcasting rights. The way the reason that like Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys Stadium is because when football's not there, he can still do uh, soccer games and giant concerts. Like he's going to be able to generate revenue. It's a stadium. As long as it's a good stadium and it doesn't serve you like food poisoning every time you go there, you're yeah. going to go back, right? Yeah, I, and depending on who's playing. If you were just an NFL owner with a stadium, you're not going to make. If you're just doing NFL games there, you're not going to make money. I wouldn't. Not from think. the stadium itself. You're still going to make because that's part only of that billion dollar that's broadcasting what, contract. What? What? Do, there's eight home games. Eight every home season? games a season. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so not, not counting playoffs. That's not enough events. Yeah, but they do. Con- they own that for the concerts. Blah blah blah. But it's just the. Uh, like with the Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Arabians, they own this stadium that's built. You wouldn't think that there's a giant stadium, right? Because you know, in my mind, it's a third world country, and they blo- everything's blown up. No, it's Shit. a giant fucking beautiful stadium there, and they invite people to come do concerts. Yeah, I think Saudi Arabia is pretty nice. It's not yeah, it's thir- Afghanistan. It's third world country for like some people, and for some people, it's like the richest you, yeah, you, richer than you can imagine. Oh yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia, Dubai. <laughs> Like those, the game right those people legit don't fear death. Like when you watch those videos of like some Arab dude driving 300 miles an hour in his Audi and then he comes out the car and he slides on his flip flops and then he tilts the car on one side and he yeah. changes it while it's moving. They die all the time. They don't fear death because they nobody's ever threatened or had them feel threatened in any way, like mm. all their life. Check out the MIA video for Bad Girls for further reference. <laughs> that is the, I, that sounds silly, but that you, that's all that video is, is fucking dudes in the Middle East driving their cars a million miles an hour while they're like hanging out the fucking front door. Jesus Christ. It's pretty fucking intense. I don't, I don't have no, that. Not on a closed road, by the way. There's like cars going places. Yeah. Like, it's not just like an empty road that they're doing that shit. Pretty intense. All right. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll just I'm just gonna sit here and play Grand Theft Auto. That's how I get my thrills. Uh, back to the Saudi Arabia event. I like that one of the things they did to overcome all the controversy was add Hulk Hogan to the lineup. I remember look- he's just like a couple years fresh off an N word scandal, and they're like, "This will help. Let's well, get let Hulkamania." Me, look at look at look at our politics today. An N word scandal is the least of their worries. Yeah, that's a good point. That's very small. Wasn't Hulkamania supposed to have destroyed the Middle East back in the eighties? Like he's a real American. Yeah, he didn't even do his job. No, I thought he was fighting Mother Russia too. Yeah, but there was also like the Iron Sheik. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. We had we had a lot of targets. I think there was a was there a wrestler that was like a union organizer? That would have been funny. Ah. <laughs> Is there like a small farm <laughs> wrestler? Vinny Dusty the dock worker. Man. Yeah. The all the man, he was all the, the son of a tr- so what, son of a trucker. There was someone with AIDS and the they American called him drink? the liar. The Cause, liar? Because the Reagan administration didn't recognize the AIDS crisis. That was just Vince McMahon, the liar. Yeah. So apparently, this, did anyone watch this? I did. 
it, Crown Jewel, it was awful. But it was yeah. It sounds like it was garbage. The, the Shane Mac- McMahon is now the world's best wrestler. Is uh, that, well, if I'm reading that writing. correctly, that's just good writing. I guess that's going to get you to tune in to what happens next week. That's just good writing. Best in the world is his title now. Yeah, that's great writing. Look, uh, it's not real. This is not a sport. This isn't like you're putting the Kansas City Chiefs against the Bears and seeing who wins in a game of best athlete. This is a bunch of Go writers Bears. in a room going. All right, so these guys are going to wrestle, and then this guy's going to win, and that's going to be the controversy. It's a, it's a, it's written. Yeah. So it's great writing. I you suppose didn't see, you didn't see it coming. It's got a lot of people upset, which means it's generating buzz. And the, this isn't their first event in Saudi Arabia, is it? Oh no, they did one uh, a few months back. Yeah, that so, one was much better. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll do a bunch more. Well, they are because they have this very lucrative deal with Saudi Arabia. And why would Vince McMahon? He's a billionaire because of wrestling. Why would he not yeah. do business? What kind of monster would keep ties with Saudi Arabia just because of business interests? Oh, oh God, I mean, except where? for the United States, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah where, do I, where have I heard that before? There is that. I so really I guess hoping... before I get too mad at Vince McMahon, <laughs> I have to remember. I was I was really hoping that Hulk Hogan was going to debut a new character based on Donald Trump because they have so much in common right now. Orange skin, wispy blonde hair. They got a bunch of money they didn't deserve. That would have been so great. They, they have an N-word <laughs> controversy. Like, he could have been a Donald Trump character, and it would have been perfect. Yeah. I would have followed that storyline. See? that's On I, the guys, internet. I WWE, if you're it. listening, I'm available. I can pitch you characters. I've got ideas. Fucks with me. I wonder yeah. if they know about Hulk Hogan, that video of him fucking that radio host's wife in front of the radio host. Of course they do. That's where he got in all In Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, I don't know. Because that, that that's some unseemly shit in Saudi Arabia, I would expect. Well, it's like the, the height of taboo there. Because they have control of the of what's broadcast on the internet there. No one has ever like seen it. And if you don't follow American news, you've never heard of it. Their higher their officials know because they do background checks on everybody who enters that country. So, yeah. The security like the security clearance without they know, but nobody else will probably fucking know that shit unless they have access to like black black market internet in Saudi Arabia to chat with Americans. Yeah. Which they probably don't. I'm sure someone does. Or did, and then they cut off their feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they get for using the internet with their feet. Should have used your hands. You'd still be able to walk right now, dummy. So let's talk about, we're going to talk about some other examples of when this has happened throughout history, when Americans have gone to perform in uh, uh, unsavory nations. Uh, does anyone remember Sun City? I feel like I'm probably the only one old enough to actually remember the controversy over Sun City. I don't remember this, no. It was it was a resort in South Africa mm-hmm. during apartheid. And starting in like 68, the UN had basically imposed a like a def, like a call for sanctions against South Africa. They didn't have any like official weight behind it, but it was a bad look if you were doing business with South Africa. And that was because of apartheid, obviously. But South Africa built this resort called Sun City. And they built it in a part of South Africa that was considered a free black state where there was no apartheid. And so because this Sun City resort was in that part of South Africa, a bunch of U.S. artists were like, oh, well, it's cool to go play there then. Like... All the while, all the money being generated there is going to the white people that were oppressing everyone. Their tax dollars were going back to the government that was keeping apartheid in place. Mm. So it was still 
supporting apartheid. Well, it was just like a loophole to make it seem like you weren't. Uh, I would have just told them, make sure you pay me in American dollars. That way, it would have been going. My taxes would be going to like. You're not going to tax me in your country. How dare you? Well, yeah, it wouldn't. Not your How tax dare dollars. You? You're not going to tax me in your country. That's gross. And that's the thing. They yeah. paid people really fucking well. They gave Frank Sinatra two million dollars to perform one week. And that was in the night in the eighties. That was in the early to mid eighties. Yeah. <sighs> And the other thing they would do is they would tend to book a lot of artists who weren't getting shows regularly in the United States, and they would pay them really well, too. So, like, uh, some examples. Where did I have them? Isaac Hayes, Curtis Mayfield, Tina Turner, the OJs. Okay, wait a second. I I don't think any of these people should be dragged for performing in South Africa. They deserved it, okay? Those are American legends that were treated like trash in this country. Well, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of the argument. This is a quote from Millie Jackson. American blacks who are forgotten here have the chance to go there and make some money. And that's that real. that was that was kind of the thinking behind it. And it wasn't just black musicians, obviously, Frank Sinatra. Uh also the band America did a 32 date tour. Of South that that seems excessive. That's it, wait, but if it's a tour, it wasn't just at Sun City. They went all over the place. They went all over. Yeah. Well, I mean, God bless America. You know, what I mean? America first. Right. If you're gonna, if we're gonna do something, let's be the worst at it. Just be terrible people. And, do you do you think most of these people knew? I mean, obviously they know what apartheid is, but like they knew the level of what was going on, or they just were like, as soon as they saw, you know, two million dollars for a week, they're like, oh no, well, you I've, knew. Yeah, people knew it, it was, was in a the news. pretty high-profile issue because it first started in 1968 was the first time the UN passed anything like this. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, the birds were going to go tour in South Africa and Graham Parsons quit the band over it. And from that point on, it was just kind of a like a taboo sort of thing to perform in South Africa and perform at Sun City. And they even did a fucking We Are The World type video over this shit. And the song is... So Quincy Jones produced it? Sun City. It wouldn't surprise me if he did, but the song is super corny and dated. But this is the... It's a lavish resort where you can relax Like a little thing about the resort first. It's Artists United Against Apartheid. A-U-A-A? Uh-oh. Oh, this is, somebody, this is great editing, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. They got uh. fucking Miles Davis yeah, yeah, yeah. on the horn uh, intro, uh. okay? This, the, the star power they assembled. I remember even as a kid, I was like, well, that song is corny as fuck, and I'm never, like, I wouldn't listen to it as a person in yeah. the real world. But... Wait, wait till all the stars you spot. Run DMC. Oh shit, Run DMC is in the building. Uh, Melly Mel and uh, that's African Bambata. He molested that's some kids. Low. Let's forget about that. Melly Mel, Little Steven from the Sopranos. Little <laughs> Steven. They just had like a clip of Pete Townsend jumping in the air. I don't know if that means he's on the song, but didn't want to fuck with the video. And then they cut in a clip from the Dukes of Hazard. That was strange. <laughs> I ain't gonna play Sun City. Ain't you heard me? A young Kanye West. 
Curtis Blow and Kanye West do look almost exactly alike. He might be a side baby. You don't know. Could be. There's this guy, of course. Okay, so this was made to say we're not. Oh wait, wait. There's a white lady that didn't want to be around the black. Is that a, I don't want to speculate on who this might be, but that's Bruce Springsteen for sure. <laughs> oh man, the boss is in this. Every, they got the they got fucking the Furious Five. LL Cool J is gonna pop out of frame what? in a second. I think he's coming right now. It's like, hey, we, we're, there's, there's gonna be a bunch of rappers and rockers and a white woman. Make sure she gets in the studio where it's George safe. Goddamn Clinton. Oh yeah, George Clinton in the building. That guy. Joey Romano. Rod, Rod Joey Stewart. Romano. Yes, Rod Stewart. They're all Rod Stewart. This dude, Daryl Hall, floated by. Her. These motherfuckers were not going to play Sun City. I really do. You know what? This is a very well done video. Uh, until I just noticed that it's seven and a half minutes long, so we're going to wrap this yeah, up okay. pretty we're soon. Watch the whole thing, but guys, just uh, check out the United probably, Artists Against Apartheid video back in the. That's probably why I hated 80s. it as a kid. Very <laughs> <laughs> good editing. All seven minutes over and over again. Yeah, this is great editing. Though. Yeah, whoever edited this needs. I hope they had a great career in Hollywood. I mean, it's not bad editing for the time. Bonnie Raitt. I don't know who any of these people are, but I believe you. Uh, Hall and Oates? That's, that's Oates and Lou Reed and uh, whoever they buy drugs from. <laughs> what? I know that guy. That's a... Uh... No, they, they, <laughs> the, the gorillas sampled him in their la- in one of their hits. Oh, it's Bobby, Bobby Womack. Bobby Womack. Bobby Womack. Bobby Womack's so yeah. fucking great. Terrible with names, but I know the Okay. Point. All right, this is great. All I right. appreciate it. I know a lot of the great. names. I've never seen the faces. You've never seen the faces? Of a lot of these people, yeah. That is a crash course. We didn't even get to Bono, I, or maybe we did, and I just... Oh, no, no there he we is. Didn't. Yeah, this is, this is a this is a, a, Let a me just play studded cavalcade of stars. Bono was sexy back in the Bono. day. Let's give it up to him. He's got the like the the goatee yeah. going. The, look at the hair. The pompadour. The pompadour. Sex symbol, Bono. This is. No, he this looks is, like he is, is a, ready to fight yeah. the IRA. This is an important part of history right here. I'm glad we brought this back up because yeah, I forgot. I had totally forgotten about this video. Yeah, it. I remember it as a kid, and I just that's actually how I became aware of what apartheid was. That's what got you woke. Because I like I would have been like eight or nine, mm-hmm. if even that, maybe closer to like six or seven. And I remember seeing this video and being like, what's the problem with South Africa? And then I think my mom or dad told me or something. And I was like, still, what's the problem? No. Everyone's having Just a good joking. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was uh, that happened in the mid to late 80s. And eventually we know what happened. The uh, African National they won Congress a bobsledding contest took over. And America's hearts. That is Jamaica, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica's in South Africa. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. It's all on the. It's all in the water to me. How about people performing in Russia? Hey, shouts out to Vladimir Putin. Thanks for tuning I mean, in, buddy. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. That's what I'm talking about. What were you gonna say? It, I guess it's still kind of Russia. There's. It's still happening with um, like MMA fighters go and wear silly hats with that dude, the warlord where uh, Khabib is from, Kadyrov. Oh, Chechnya, Chechnya, yeah, yeah, and they just, you know, and it's all sorts Brazilians, Americans, but they'll go there, and 
you know, people bring up the fact that that dude is like he just had what um, concentration camps for gay people. For gay people, yeah. Okay, but when you say camps, like when I looked at pictures, they looked like summer camp to me, like day camps, like the ones we have for Mexican. Well, that's kids just because the sun was. No, out. it's exactly uh, like that. But gay people hate summer camp. Yeah. Oh, I thought from yeah. all the see from all the the fun time summertime romps I saw as a kid in the movie theaters, the gay kids love camp. That's where they get to like cheer and. That's misinformation and spread craft. by the Chechenian government. Oh, damn. That, this using their deep. influence over American media. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this is deep. But they're getting paid like 800000 to go hang out with a warlord and wear a hat. Who wears a lot of fly-ass velour suits. Can we give a shout-out to his ones, this monocolor velours he's rocking? All colors. Really? I've only seen him in like... The powder blue. Always rocks the powder blue. Yep. I always I, see him in MMA t-shirts. Hmm. That's what he wears under the tracksuits. Check his tracksuit game. His tracksuit game, killing it. Yeah. Me and Quincy only ever see him in a professional capacity. You might be seeing like some candids or something on Instagram. You're seeing his like his hangout. Yeah, you're seeing his hangout photos. I'm like, we see him as the the, the businessman (laughs) that he is. Yeah, there aren't a lot of American musicians right now who are... I, I actually checked a website that lists upcoming concerts in Moscow. Okay. And there are not many Americans touring in Moscow right now for some reason. I don't know what that could be. Because you're not going to make it back out, bro. But if you're in the area in February in Moscow, what? David Duchovny what? of X-Files fame, February 7th, 2019, 8 p.m., prices 2,800 to 10,000 rubles. You know what that converts to. That converts to, what, $17.12, probably? That's a little much for David Duchovny. Has anyone ever heard him sing? I, I just... I have not, and if you're going to play it, can I leave first? Nope. Or, what, what? This is wrong. Oh, you have no idea how wrong it is. Because here's the thing. His band is fine. Like, his, he's well, obviously a paid a lot of really talented musicians good money. I bet he's really good. Yeah, he's... Let's let's give these vocals a chance. The old vokes. Wait, they posted this on YouTube, so it can't be bad, right? Paste Magazine had him in their studio to perform this. This is a on-demand what performance. Got like a, a smooth, sultry voice, though. Let's see. Here it comes. I'm I'm very excited. Half my life. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. That sounds like David Duchovny talking. This is what happened. He can kind of hold a tune sometimes. No, he can't. He's literally just talking. He's heard too many Wilco albums. And somebody was like, he could probably sing a song, a song kind of good. And someone was like, you should sing. And then he went with it and no one said no. Yeah. But he, like, okay, don't. When I, I'm about to say David the company has a great voice, and I don't mean singing voice. I just mean, like, tonally, he has a very great voice. I'm going to have to ask for silence because we're coming to the chorus, and it's incredible. Like, this is awful. But here's the thing. He has such a tonally great voice. It's not. It's bad, but it doesn't sound bad. You know what I'm saying? It sounds pretty bad. And he does very much think, like you can tell, he listens he's to swagging. Wilco. Yeah, yeah, he's swagging out too. About eighteen times right a day. 
This is so bad. If you're in Russia, how many views does this have? 3,700. Oh, this is bad. I don't even know. They must have buried this somehow. So everyone can go check him out. Oh, my God. In Russia in that February. Was, that was that was Hasselhoff levels. Oh, yeah. Of bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what he's going for. Maybe he wants to be like, hey, I'm the I'm the Hasselhoff of Russia. Rally around me. Yeah, he'll sing and, Comrades. Uh, and Putin will be like, okay, I fucked with the election. <laughs> Next yeah, time maybe I won't. He's a Next spy. time I won't. Well, I mean, maybe he's still working for the X-Files. Who? Yeah, that's the thing. See? Are we seriously? You thought it was a TV show this whole time. This are we is just, gonna, just in deep cover. Are we going to sit here and hate on David Duchovny that much when, uh, what's his name, Corey... Haim? Is Corey Haim the live one or the dead one? Corey Feldman. Feldman. Corey Feldman was all over, like, daytime TV just with, but with like, slaves. Crack, dude. There's a difference. He's on crack. Yeah. David Duchovny's just... Once you're on crack, you, 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 everything you do is discounted with the crack, like Charlie Sheen crack levels. Like, you're yeah. doing too much. This, that, that. David Duchovny's just going through a divorce. That's all that's happening he, in Californication's off the air. He hasn't gotten any good offers. Is anybody clamoring to see a David Duchovny movie? No. He's just going through a midlife crisis. So he's going to record a Wilco album. And somehow he got Paste Magazine to let him sing on their website and... I did. I think Paste is going through some problems right now. Seems we, like it. Yeah, we might need, need to check on them. So there have been some high-profile musicians to perform in Russia over the years. Uh, Michael Jackson, for example, he was the first high-profile U.S. Mus- musician to perform in post-Cold War Russia, and the first Westerner to appear in an advertisement on Russian TV. So he's basically McDonald's, but of musicians. Uh, he performed in Russia in 93 and 96, wrote the song Stranger in Moscow after the 93 concert. Mm. Good for Michael Jackson. It's a great song. It's, yeah, it's fine. I mean, if you, if, you, if you put it into context now after learning this uh, information that uh, he wrote the song directly after leaving Moscow, he just knew he was being spied on the whole time. I figure there just weren't enough kids at the concert. He was bummed out over that. You could find him on the street. It's Russia in the 90s. Come yeah, on. that's true. Lindsay Lohan just found one. But that was a Syrian kid. I was in Eastern Europe in the 90s. I remember you could find kids. And you want to fuck a kid? It was like that. Mm. <laughs> like, I wonder what made Michael Jackson want to be the first performer to get over there. He did it for the people. <laughs> <laughs> the young people. <laughs> those, Russian was kids, bring- those Russian urchins will stab you, though. Yeah, he doesn't look like he would be in the Russian kids. Those aren't cute kids. No, nah, they don't smile. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Why, why are we talking about? Why are we talking about this? We get them, <laughs> get them drunk enough. Yeah, it's probably they probably their alcohol tolerance was probably too high. For yeah, them. they they they're eight year olds. They're taking shots of vodka. Yeah. you can't you can't give them wine. Can't bro? Jesus juice them into submission? Uh, <laughs> how about the Moscow Music Peace Festival that happened in 1989 before uh-huh. the the wall even came down? You gotta let love rule, brother. Featured Motley Crue, Ozzy Osbourne, Scorpions, Cinderella, Skid Row, and Bon Jovi's bitch ass. I mean. This, that sounds like the rock concert to end all rock concerts. I would, I mean, I guess with it being the 80s, I would want to see all of them except Bon Jovi. Why wouldn't you really? want to see Bon He's the headliner, I baby. Fucking hate Bon Jovi. He's Bon Jovi. You know how many moms are Wanted mad at you right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. There were 200,000 people in the live audience. It yeah. was broadcast live in nearly 60 countries. That's what I'm talking about. 
they I think it's on the Bon Jovi. It's either Bon Jovi or Motley Cruz behind the music where they talk about the flight over to Moscow uh, before this music peace festival. They put all the bands on the same plane. So it was just 80s butt rock debauchery the entire time, which shouldn't surprise anyone. Also, Monsters of Rock in 1991, right before the collapse of the Soviet Union, Metallica, ACDC, Pantera, and the Black Crows. Mm. That seems like a weird, like Black Crows feel like a weird addition to that lineup. They weirdly ran with like heavier bands back then for some reason. Really? Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean... I don't know their music that well, I guess. I just kind of know fucking... Mr. Jones, was it? No, no that's Jones. the Counting Crows. Yeah. Black Crows had that cover of Hard to Handle by Otis Redding. I raised my hand question. Yes, please. Then what's a Cheryl Crow? Uh, Cheryl Crow... It's a white lady. Yeah. And a Cameron Crow? There's a lot of crows in this, yeah. in this game right now. The Black Crows were Cheryl Crow's blackface spinoff group it was whoa, fine in the whoa, early 90s come on cheryl that was never okay that i know was never okay cheryl i i i disagreed with the move back then but you know it was a different time yeah it's a different time and what are you going to say to cheryl crow hmm. i mean come on that's real that's real talk guys yeah I'm glad we glad we figured this out so this happened right before the collapse of the Soviet Union. Also, the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed in Moscow on September 25th, 1999 to celebrate the one-year anniversary of MTV Russia. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the height of MTV. That's when Carson Daly was made a star. That is true. You can't disrespect. You got to respect MTV Russia. Maybe they were trying to send him to Russia by starting MTV Russia. They probably what they they probably sent what's his name over there Matt Penn Matt the little Matt Penfield Matt Penfield yeah they yeah definitely MTV Russia I could see that Ed Lover Dr Dre definitely went to MTV Russia are they both still alive One of them's dead I think I'm almost Doc, certain well, Dr 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 Dr. 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 Dre's dead Yeah Dr Dre guy's dead not, yeah. not 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 the not the real Dr Dre Yeah yeah That's why the other my one optom- died My optometrist He lost a lawsuit and Dr the real Dr, Dr. Dre, Dre got MD to kill him is dead <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So one thing all of these people do have in common and working in their favor is that they all went over there when we either didn't really consider Russia an enemy anymore or we were at the point where it's like, we've got these motherfuckers beat. It's fine. Let's start sending our musicians over and dipping our toes in the water. Uh, Not the same for Nicki Minaj in Angola. People really hate Nicki Minaj lately. And I don't know enough about her to know why she's been acting out in hip-hop lately she's going through a midlife crisis because she's an older female rapper and there's a lot of younger people coming up in the game so she feels like they she deserves respect from them even though she didn't help any of them get to where they are right so but because she didn't like you know give them feature verses or take them on tour but she's still been in the game longer she's like you got to respect who i am and that's not how hip-hop works Mm mm-hmm She's also you the same age the, as you. wasn't with me shooting in the gym, homie. You know what I mean? Like, she's the same age as what? She's the same age as you. I just had to... Because you said <laughs> older female rapper. I, just, I mean, she's been... But she's been successful. She's 10 years in the game. So she broke in her 20s. Wasn't she also supporting a, a, a pedophile? A pedophile? Something along those lines. Oh, uh, you mean Takashi? Because she did the video with Takashi 6 9 and he... They're uh, so... Like, that story is... I... Uh, I'm not going to get involved with it. They have a hit song. It's yeah. a good song. <laughs> I'm going to let the legal system take yeah, care of it. Yeah, the legal system one. took care of it. He yeah. Did, he's... he's on we can't phone. comment on a continuing investigation. Yeah, so it's like whatever... whatever we asked that, our that's, lawyers. That's their business. Let the, lawyer, let the Lord and the lawyers figure it out, you know? 
So there was a bunch of uproar in 2015 when she performed in Angola for a Unitel corporate event. Unitel. Isn't that up in Mexico? Angola? Well, here's the Canada. It's in Canada, right? You would think, like, the name of the president of Angola doesn't, uh, I don't expect the name of the president to be Jose Eduardo Dos Santos. Where is Angola? It's uh, it's in Africa. Yeah, yeah. They speak Portuguese though. Oh, yeah. oh so, it's, so just, it's probably it's a colonialism. A, it's just a gentrified country. Yeah, yeah. We call it gentrification. Oh, I'm sorry. You probably. call it colonialism. We call it gentrification. Same thing. Well, gentrification is just colonialism for millennials. Yeah, basically. Without without the the, the hassle of the war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she performed in Angola in 2015. Uh, this president. Jose Eduardo Dos Santos, he's faced multiple accusations of corruption and human rights abuse. It sounds like a good leader. Human, human Rights Foundation urged Nicki Minaj to cancel, accusing Dos Santos of exploiting, this is a quote, Angola's diamond and oil wealth to amass an illegitimate fortune while maintaining control over all branches of the government, the military, and civil society. Sounds like a boss, son. Yeah. Like yeah, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Minaj to, is from the streets. That's a boss. That's what she likes, son. Trying to get some of that fortune. <laughs> right? Trying to get some of that oil and diamond money. Angola ranks 161st out of 175 countries in the 2014 Transparency International Corruption Index. That's not good. That's bad. That's, that's a bad ranking, I bet. Uh, Dos Santos has been in power for 36 years. That's a long time. I mean, yeah, but you know... We gotta, you gotta get the job done. The man's not afraid to get his hands dirty. Maybe, yeah, maybe still they work needed to do. an iron fist to get Angola popping. Still, campaign promises to be kept. I mean, we All didn't even know later. where Angola was until Nicki Minaj told us. I already so. forgot again. Yeah. Actually, I can't forget because there is a much like the Sun City thing. Everything I knew about Africa as a kid happened by way of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a song by a group called Stetsasonic. They were a rap group, but also a jazz band, or they just used jazz That's samples. That's Sonic. Uh, D- com- no, no, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they had a song called Africa, but it was spelled out like A dot F dot. Yeah. Oh. That's the one. That Africa. Yeah. That's Toto. 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 Yeah. Oh damn it! Yeah. No, the the Stetsasonic one was different, and all I remember about the song is that at one part they listed a bunch of African like states and countries and Angola is in the list. So those are all the African nations I know what, are the ones When from. did this song come out? Uh, late 80s. How many of those countries that they listed are still countries? Angola, Soweto, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Zambia, Mozambique, and Botswana. Are any of them not countries anymore? I don't know. I don't think all of those are even countries. I think they're oh. places where... Uh, especially nasty apartheid protests and things happened. If I had to guess, again, I was a kid. I was like, oh, apartheid. I don't know. People um, really care about this. There's When I was uh, working in Bulgaria, there was some people from Mozambique, and without a doubt, they all said it's the worst. Fu-. They all said there's no government, really. Wow. Like, basically, there's no government. There's, like, pockets of government, but overall, there's nothing that rules like a governing body over the whole country. Oh, so you mean the people get to rule themselves? That's what I'm talking about. I know, and it's working out great. That's <laughs> yeah. What, that's why they're coming does. to Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> the vacation yeah. destination that is, guys. If you ever need a place to stay in Europe, check out yeah. Bulgaria. Check out Bulgaria. They'll Scenic have you. views. If you're a poor British person or a drunk or a Russian, come to Bulgaria. Or a black guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't want to get in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicki Minaj ignored that request to not perform there. And she posted a photo on Instagram of her wearing a jacket with the Angola flag on it. And it said, I love you, Angola. And she also tweeted, every tongue that rises up against me in judgment shall be condemned. All right, fuck you. I mean, that's just a Bible verse, right? Probably. Isn't that something and like so King appropriate in this situation. Something said. Ugh. But honestly, fuck you. I was, I, I was kind of on board. Like, go get paid, I guess. Yeah. Until like, until that fucking yeah, self-righteous this, bullshit. This isn't the time to post a Bible verse. Yeah. You just went and performed in a brutal dictatorship for two million dollars. You're not, you're not a religious figure. The, the only acceptable that. tweet should have been like, "But I got the bag, though. That's hmm. it. Secured the Angolan bag. Yep." Uh, and I think we uh, probably all remember in 2011 when this story came out about all these entertainers who had been paid to perform for Gaddafi's son mm. in Libya. But it wasn't Gaddafi himself. It was his son. Yeah, but Gaddafi was still in power and he was his, I think, oh, national you can't blame security the sins of the father on the son. Let him, let him be a man. Man. Yeah, how many people did his son kill? Like a hundred? Yeah, probably. No, nowhere near yeah, that. Probably per month. Yeah, Gaddafi, <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a bad dude, but the way he died, I'll always kind of be like, all right, that was excessive. He got the knife in the ass? He got a knife in the asshole yeah. in the public square. I mean, that's just that's just a prison shanking, bro. You know what that means. You watched eyes. Is that how pri- uh, nah, they I don't think we need that motherfucker. Yeah. They really, they really had their way with him. Uh, yeah, in 2011, we find out, found out all of these uh, entertainers had performed for Gaddafi's son. Beyonce was paid a million dollars to perform five songs. Secure the bag. That is $200,000 per song. That's why she's the queen. That is so much money. That was on New Year's Eve in 2010. Usher was paid just to deliver the countdown at midnight. What do you want to bet he got more than Beyonce for that, though? Oh, well, he's Usher. He's a legend. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you? Because I said, yeah. In 2010, I want to make love in this club. Like, Usher's got hits. Let's never forget. He's got hits, Usher's got but hits. when was the last one? Uh, love in this club with That's, Beyonce. That was a while ago. That's all you need. He's already. He's I wonder if they so performed much. that. I mean, Ooh, that's see? that's probably the only reason he was there for the for the countdown. People making out, love in this club. Come on, you can make babies are being made. People for is that it's two million dollars, just a small price to pay to get some Saudi or some some Gaddafi babies made. Libyan, some Libyan babies. That's what I said. <laughs> what some wherever the Gaddafi family is from, babies made. Mm. A year earlier, Mariah Carey accepted a similar amount to perform on New Year's Eve. Secure the bag. I might go see Mariah Carey in Washington, D.C. in March. Why would you do that to yourself? Because she's not performing. She doesn't have any shows in L.A. She's got some in Vegas, but I don't want to fuck with Vegas. You got to go to Vegas. J-Lo's yeah. in Vegas, man. But Britney Spears is in Vegas. Vegas. Blues Traveler is in Vegas. Vegas is the place to be right now. Celine. Celine Dion. I don't care about, about Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. Yeah, you know? I don't care about Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. She can leave. Little Mariah Carey. Little Penn and Teller. I want to see Mariah Carey before seeing Mariah Carey is embarrassing and awkward. I feel I, like we're right on the cusp. I am desperately waiting for Snoop Dogg to do a residency in Vegas because I would go to that show. Oh, yeah, I'd go to that. Oh, I would go to that show so fast. And how has that not happened yet? Because he's, he's, got so, cooking shows. he's still so popular. Yeah. He doesn't have to get Vegas. Like, you only go to Vegas when you have no other options. Yeah, well, 
I don't know. Think, think about everybody who headlines true. Vegas. Can they still tour nationally and make the same amount of money they were going to make in Vegas? No. No, I don't think everyone. Elton John, he makes pretty good money touring still. He would. I. I, I gotta. We gotta double check the deal. But I know the money he's making in Vegas, he could not make on the road. Well, no. Pro- yeah, but Vegas has so much money to throw at people. And also, it's not like anyone can go just perform at Vegas. Like they choose who they want over there. Oh no, I get money. that. But when when you do the Vegas, you're, you're you you know you're not going to be able to sell out arenas all over the country anymore. Yeah. So you put yourself in one central location. And the people are going to come to you because it's Vegas, and yeah. also it's like it's a it's a weird combination of failing celebrity and desperate need in city. But at the same time, there's no way anyone who has like a full on residency in Vegas sells out the Staples Center if they had a show there because a lot most artists can't sell out the Staples Center or the Rose Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Right. Plus, you'd make more money if you could do that, so you wouldn't go to Vegas. Like Ariana I feel like Grande's Mariah Carey would. She couldn't but sell out shows. She can't sell out Staples Center. Yeah, she could. No, she, I, feel like, I feel like she's just not because she's in Vegas all the time. No, no, no. Like, I, I know for, like, AEG dropped Mariah Carey because projections showed that she wouldn't be able to sell out most major venues that they Well, booked. I'm going to go see her, ah. and I'm going to spend money on those tickets. Hmm. Uh, but she did also perform for Gaddafi's son and Nelly Furtado was paid a million dollars that seems like a lot for Nelly Furtado she's very good she was paid a million to perform in 2007 for Gaddafi family members at a hotel in Italy oh that's Italy though so that doesn't actually count right good point uh, if it's out like it's like cheating in your relationship if it's out of the zip code it doesn't count we all learned this in school right in school yep yep, yep, yep in yep, school yep. in school uh, this is a quote from Mariah Carey. I was naive and unaware of who I was booked to perform for. I feel horrible and embarrassed to have participated in this mess. Going forward, this is a lesson for all artists to learn from. We need to be more aware and take more responsibility, regardless of who books our shows. Ultimately, we as artists are to be held accountable. I think she made a good, she made another statement also, and I think she made a decent point. When she was performing, or when she performed in or for Qaddafi's son, and when pretty much all of these performances happened, Libya wasn't really our enemy. Mm-hmm. Like they had a history of shit, but we were also in the process of normalizing relations with Libya and mm-hmm. had been since 2003. So, unless you're a really devout fan of international news and politics, you wouldn't know about the shit Libya had been getting up to in those intervening years. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, obviously, as a nation, care that much. But what happened is that a civil war broke out in 2011 in Libya. And that's when the world at large found out what kind of human rights abuses had been happening there. And then we were like, hey, why did you perform there? It's like, well, why didn't you ask why they performed there in 2010? Mm -hmm. If it was such a problem, it's because you didn't know it was a problem either. I blame the fake news for not broadcasting and telling us on time. Fake news media. Yeah. Yeah. Death to CNN. Also, with all these people, first of all, some of these people, like like you said, Mariah Carey doesn't know, nor should she know, like really be expected to know about what Gaddafi's getting up to if it's not in the news. And then someone goes, a million dollars for a song or whatever it is. And even if she kind of knows and goes, isn't that guy there kind of, then you have slaves. And then guess what? All her managers around that stand to make money from this are like, nah, it's not that bad. Just go. You're going to sing the song. You're going to get a million. I'm going to get 10% of that. It'll be great. Yeah, and there was... They they talked about 
uh, Usher and Beyonce in particular, and they were like, well, people before didn't have any any real justification not to go, but they should have known because Libya just uh, released the Lockerbie uh, hijacking bombers from prison, and that's been a big international thing. And it's like, what? Nobody's fucking following that. Like, I expect everyone who goes to prison in any other country to get out in like 28 years. Like, that's just how prison works everywhere else. It's just here that we keep people in prison until they die of old age. And let any one of those international acts like go on the news and say, hey, I'm not going to perform in America due to police brutality or police shooting on black men. They would crucify them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if there was a call to boycott performing in America, mm-hmm. oh, it would it would we be... Would, we would lose Ed Sheeran, Bieber, because he's Canadian. Bieber's Canadian. We'd lose Bieber. Gone. I don't want to lose Bieber. The I've Spice never Girls even... just re- announced a reunion tour. They're not coming. We lose that. I was going to say I've never seen Bieber in concert, but I, I went and saw early Bieber for in concert uh, for a Cracked article. But it, that wasn't like cool Bieber. That wasn't like... I saw... Sorry, I saw... Bieber. Pre, I saw post-teen Bieber like making young girls want to lose their virginity because he was doing Microsoft Theater at the sure. time. He, he was he was just on the come up, but he was huge, but not huge enough. It was it's a good show. The kid's talented as fuck. He really is. Oh yeah, he's got bangers now. Like adult Bieber has bangers. Yeah, he sure does. Sorry is a great song. Uh, what do you mean? Mm. I like those songs he did in Spanish. Despacito? Uh, Despacito, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good song. That was a Justin Bieber song? Well, he he did the remix. Oh, okay. Which was the most popular version, so that's that's what you count as the original oh. song. Right? When, the, when the remix or the cover is better, that's just the new song. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, there was just a viral video that went around, or a viral image of Justin Bieber eating a burrito sideways, like it was corn, and it turned out it was like staged. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't stage shit like that. Like, <laughs> Is there nothing else you could do with your he's, fucking time? No, he's a celebrity with a bunch of money and no and nothing to do. Well, no, he didn't stay. It was a oh. Justin Bieber lookalike. Oh, okay. Oh, oh well, there's a, there is a viral video going around right now. Justin Bieber's car broke down in the hood, and a bunch of black people, like in the hood, hood, not like. Do you we know, believe that? Like, what was he? he well, we. I feel like that stage. We know what he was doing. Dropping off Loza. We're just. I'm just. I. We. Mm. There's. There's. There's several options of what's going on, but this is a young pop star celebrity who was in the hood for sketch for for reasons. We'll just say. Wouldn't for he reasons. send someone? Yeah. No, bruh. You don't send anybody. Justin Bieber's not. Uh, you and I don't. Justin Bieber for sure sends somebody to get nah, his drugs. Man. And he was in like Imperial Gardens. That's a drive. Hey, man, whatever Justin's out there, you see he had his security detail with him. It's not like Justin Bieber got caught out in the hood by himself. I'm not saying like he was going to a crack house. I'm saying he has his entire security detail with him. There's a reason why he's in the hood. You know what I mean? There's something going. I don't know what. Maybe he's picking up. I think he was filming a viral video. Nah, I don't think so because he uh, those those were random people surrounding him. His security was very sketched out. And they had him singing in the street. There was a lot going on. There was a lot. I'm not saying he's on crack. I'm just saying there's a lot going on. Controversy. How'd they get him to sing in the street? Because he was scared for his life that a bunch of black people were surrounding him. Right. So did someone just say, hey, is that Bieber? Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, sing that song. Sing sing that song. If you watch the video, somebody in the background goes, sing that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pull it up and sing it. And he does. (laughs) 
<laughs> I would too. You're in the middle of the hood. Oh man, that's it. Uh, people can people can go look it up. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about I'm just sending it to you. Yeah, well, I'm not doing it right now. No. All right, yeah. we should uh, we should wrap this up. This was a fun episode. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Uh, this is a free. This is a free episode, so patreon.com slash unpops. Maybe you could be a better person and subscribe to Patreon. Yeah. Unpopular. Maybe you could get, you could get some bonus episodes of this podcast every you get, month. You get bonus episodes and bone con. You know bone what I mean? Bone con. All day, every day. Rad, what do you have to plug? Uh, I'm doing Roast Battle on the 27th of this month. November. Yes, November. November, <laughs> November 27th, 2018, Roast Battle. What, you can watch it on Periscope if you don't if you're not at the comedy store. <laughs> Is that I've never done a roast battle? Oh yeah, so if you, if, for people who are like aren't in California, if you ever want to watch roast battle, they broadcast it on Periscope on the Comedy Store's network. It's a, or it's either Comedy Store's network or Verbal Violence, either one of those two. But that's the roast battle. Tune in and watch uh, Ra- Radiston Zaharia drop those bars. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. And uh, that's it. Quincy, what do you got to plug? Hey, guys. I don't know the exact date this is coming out, but if you can hear the sound of my beautiful voice, uh, this in December, December 3rd through 6th, I'll be in the beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm going to go check out a J-Lo show, and uh, I'll be telling jokes at the Dive Bar on Monday and at Rolling Smoke uh, right off the strip above the Rolling... It's the Rolling Smoke Barbecue, but they got a showroom there, and we'll be doing a show December 5th at 8 p.m. Also, uh, come check out Unpop's at the Hollywood Hotel, December 29th, end of the month, we're going to party like it's 1999 with a pre-pre-New Year's party. Hell yeah. Is that show you're doing at the barbecue place, is that the one that's above the pawn shop yeah. from, uh, from uh, pawn, pawn Stars? Stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the spot. I've drank there. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we do a show there on Wednesdays. So definitely come through if you're in Las Vegas. People lost wages, Nevada. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Rad, say goodbye. Bye. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye, people. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.